This is Murder Bucket. Good evening, Murder Bucket family, and welcome back to Tuesday. We are here with a mini episode, and we are discussing the Italian Hall disaster that occurred in 1913. Let's go ahead and get started. Edwin Holbert discovered a copper bearing section in 1864 in Halton County, Michigan. He decided to form the Holbert Mining Company in 1864 so that he could acquire the land rights before he created the Calumet Company in 1865 with Boston investors. They then spun off the Helka Company in 1866 and assigned shares in the new company to Calumet shareholders. The Calumet and Helka Mining Company was one of the largest companies in the area at the time. There were 15,000 men working in the mines and 9,000 of them were members of the Western Federation of Miners. The miners decided to vote in favor of demanding union recognition from management to adjust wages, hours, and working conditions. When management refused their request, the miners decided to go on strike. This strike lasted between July 23, 1913 and April of 1914. This was considered the longest strike in Copper Country. During the strike, however, disaster struck on Christmas Eve. For the holidays, many of the miners that were a part of the strike and their families were hanging out on the second floor of the Calumet's Italian Hall. There was one staircase that led to the second floor and a poorly marked fire escape. Over 400 people were in attendance when someone decided to yell, FIRE! Turns out, there was no fire. Partygoers were not aware that this was a false statement, so panic set in quickly. Everyone began to rush toward the only interior staircase. This is when a stampede occurred. 73 people were crushed to death as a result. 14 of those were adults and 59 were children. Among the dead were 50 Finnish Americans, 13 Croatians, seven Slovian Americans, and three Italians. The town hall was used as a makeshift morgue after the disaster. Dozens of coffins were carried through the streets on December 28, 1913 by strikers. They walked more than two miles to the Lakeview Cemetery where a large trench was dug so that most of the coffins could be placed together. In early 1914, a subcommittee of the U.S. House of Representatives visited Copper Country to investigate the strike and take sworn testimonies from witnesses that day. Twenty people gave testimony under oath. Eight of those swore that the man who yelled fire wore a button on his coat for Citizens Alliance, an organization that opposed trade unions and strikes. A relief committee made up of Citizens Alliance members collected more than $25,000 to aid the families that were affected by this disaster. The families, however, refused to take the money because of the belief that the man who yelled fire was a part of their alliance. The New York Times reported that Citizens Alliance members who were on the committee 
were told that the Western Federation of Miners president, Charles Moyer, forbade the families from accepting the money. Charles Moyer was kidnapped by committee members and shot. He was then put on a train and told to never return to Michigan. After he was able to seek medical treatment in Chicago, Charles held a press conference where he showed off his gunshot wound and promised to come back to Michigan and continue the work of the Western Federation of Miners. Instead, the Western Federation of Miners was left with almost no funds to run its operations or future strikes. In October 1984, the Italian Hall was demolished and the archway was left remaining. A historical marker was then placed in 1987, and it reads this. The building that stood on this site was called the Italian Hall, which aided immigrants and others in need. Built in 1908, the hall housed a saloon and an Atlantic and Pacific Tea Company store on the first floor. A main hall with a dining room, a bar room, and a stage were on the second floor. The hall was the site of one of Michigan's worst tragedies. On Christmas Eve 1913, 73 people died due to a false alarm of fire. When the building was raised in 1984, the archway from its main entrance was saved. In 1989, the village of Calumet, with the help of operating engineers local 324 and the Friends of the Italian Hall, created this park dedicated to those who died in 1913. Two of the plaques that are currently on the archway read this, Mourn the dead, fight for the living, and sleep in heavenly peace, silent night. On Christmas Eve, on the anniversary of the disaster, the Calumet Rotary Club lights a luminary for each person who died in the Italian hall. In pop culture, Ella Reeve Bloor wrote her account of the disaster in her autobiography. Woody Guthrie wrote a song titled 1913 Massacre, which claimed that the outside doors were held shut. Historian Arthur Thurner wrote a book titled Rebels on the Range, the Michigan Copper Miner Strike of 1913 to 1914. And Steve Leto published a book titled Death's Door, the truth behind Michigan's largest mass murder. And that concludes tonight's mini-episode of the Italian Hall Disaster of 1913. Thanks for listening. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all your Murder Bucket updates. 